You're listening to Getting Vegan Green. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Laura. And we like talking about health, wellness, and eco-friendliness in a fun and approachable way. This week on the podcast, Laura and I are discussing our favorite personal mantras and life philosophies. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Guinea Pig and Green. Hello, Laura. Hey, Steph. How's it hanging? (laughs) I am actually like, I'm very good. Um, Good. I've had a really awesome month, so I'm feeling pretty happy these days. Yeah. Yeah, no no complaints on my end. You've had some big moves lately. Yeah. Very exciting. I don't know if I'm going to talk about them here, but... um, some positive work gains, some positive personal life gains. I finally signed up for yoga teacher training, which has been huge. And I'm that's what massive... I was looking at, by the way. Okay, I am. Yeah, I'm massively excited for that. Yeah, um, Laura signed so up for her YTT. Yeah, YTT. So we're all really happy about that. I'm good. I mean, I've had a bit of a stressful month. I didn't expect it. It's been summer here, and for the most part, things have been awesome. But then. I've also been adjusting to a new job. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but last month I lost my job. My hagwon, the private school I was teaching at, just shut down. And so I needed to find a new job, a new apartment, get used to a new schedule. And so it's been a lot. Um, I'm finally sort of getting the hang of the work aspect, but a lot of other parts of my life have kind of taken a backseat this month while I figured that part out. So now I feel like I'm kind of playing catch up. So it's been, it's actually been more stressful than I would have anticipated, but it's all going to be okay. I'm sure I'm getting, I'm getting back into the swing of things. So, but in general, the good news is Steph is back on Snapchat and yep, back on my Snapchat grind. <laughs> I am no, super I, excited about that. Well, I sent like one and then I didn't get any replies because I've been off the grid for so long on Snapchat. And so then that just sort of killed my killed my buzz. Although you did you did answer mine. I know, but it's it was just, like guinea picking it was guinea picking green work related. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's just part of me, do you ever feel a Snapchat? There's just part of me that just finds it so meaningless because you can't save any of it. Is that, maybe that's just my life perspective. (laughs) I like it that it's fleeting. But you are such a, like, through your blog and your photography and this podcast. You are such a documenter. It, like, pains (laughs) my heart to think about all the beautiful moments that have been lost through Snapchat, you know, that could have just been easily saved. I don't know. It's crazy. Even even preparing for this episode, just reading through um, my everything notebook where I've been writing down like all of my thoughts over it's almost the past year. Um, Yeah, I dated this first post August 31st, 2013. So it's almost been a year and I'm looking through these thoughts and it's crazy the like the places my mind was taking me in like almost a year ago. Um, Some of the decisions that I was like grappling grappling with and and all of a sudden like a, a year later having that perspective it's really it's really fun <laughs> I know it's been there's just been a lot that's happened mm-hmm. over the past year it's crazy um I, I'm thinking about what I was doing one year ago today and I was in Paris and I was probably yeah. like yeah it's crazy it's just insane to think about that was a whole year ago that doesn't seem 
doesn't seem possible, but I like it felt like I just went on my trip, so it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. But yeah, so today on the podcast we're talking about um, our own personal we struggled with what to call it because we think this term is very sort of loose in general, but I think that suits us anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So we sort of settled on like mantras or life philosophies, basically yeah. just the quotes or ideas or perspectives that guide our thinking and our decisions and our lives, relationships, everything. So um, we we each have a sort of collection of, of sayings or or perspectives, and we're going to share them with you and also with each other. I, before the podcast, Laura was going to tell me some of hers, and I was like, don't tell me. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to know in the podcast, I want it to be a surprise. Uh, I've blogged about some of mine, so it's possible Laura already knows some of them. It's not going to be this big surprise, but um, either way, I'm excited to hear hear what you're up to because, yeah, like I said, it's been a little bit of a stressful month, so I'm kind of hoping that something will, like, speak to me with you yeah yeah land with me as you say by the way congrats on landing that chin stand that was insane thank you yeah (laughs) so good i've i gotta get back into my yoga game i've like let it slip quite a lot like i said i've let a lot of things slip so little steps little little baby steps back it's okay i've just been in the mood lately to learn how to do a chin stand so oh no (laughs) casual chin stand mood (laughs) The way it is. Okay. So we thought maybe what we would do is just sort of like rapid fire them a little bit. Um, Just sort of go back and forth um, saying the quote itself and then, uh, and then talking maybe briefly about it, but we're going to do it like a fun rapid fire round (laughs) of quotes. Okay. So do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Okay. So, I think the one I have, I have, my quotes come from a different, a bunch of different places. One, of one of them is not even a quote. It's just kind of a realization I came to. And I'll, I'll say that one in a little bit. But the one I wanted to start with uh, was something that really, I don't even know how I still remember it, except for that it just really struck me when I read it. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin Hannah is quite a bit younger than me, but <laughs> several years ago, she's in grade grade five going into grade six now but um several years ago when she was just learning to write so what is that you're like grade you're how old like eight seven i have no idea anyways she was just learning to write and she had um a notebook and uh, that she was keeping as a diary but she was young enough that her diary was very much like she'd write an entry and then say laura read read what i wrote um (laughs) because because she was so proud that she was writing um, so she let me read a page of her diary, and the first line of, of her latest entry was, I'm so happy I could explode. Um, and I just, like, that's just stuck with me for so many years now, and I think that that's, it was so, um, just such like, a pure emotion, and so, like, that just made me well up as well with emotion, <laughs> just, just hearing that that's how she felt about her life at that moment. Um, and ever since then, I think that I've been more or less trying to, trying to hold on to feelings that would allow me to feel the same way. I loved it. That's great. That's awesome. So do you feel like, how does that sort of come into play? Is that sort of just something that goes in the background for you or is it, does it dictate the way you kind of make decisions or is it just sort of on a, on a background hum in your, 
in your life? I think what it is, is it's, um, it comes down to acknowledging how you feel. I think a lot of times we're almost numb to a certain extent as to, as to how we're feeling in a particular time and place. And so like when I, when I feel happy and lately I've just been so, I've been very happy lately, just letting that come in and like being open to feeling all of it. And just mm. even though sometimes it can be overwhelming. Yeah, I think I would I, I would add to that with one of my quotes, actually. It's funny. It's going to go dovetail very nicely. Um, <laughs> one of my favorites that I think I just heard earlier this year is a quote from Meryl Streep. And she says, I want to feel my life while I'm in it. Um, mm. And I think that that's great because while I totally agree with everything that you said, I also think that it's important to acknowledge when you're not feeling so happy yeah. you could explode, you know, and not letting that just not ignoring it and pretending it doesn't exist. I think often when I think of this quote, I think of, um, I think in the past years, maybe I would come back home after something and I would think, oh, wow, that was actually so special. Like that was so great and fun and I had a great yeah. connection with my friends, but I didn't, I never really realized it like at the time. And mm -hmm. that started to bother me. Like if I wasn't realizing it in the moment and where was I in that moment? Like I wasn't there. So um, I like that quote because it reminds me that I want to acknowledge things as they're happening. Like say, this is so great. You know, this, you know, I'm so happy that we were able to do this or whatever the case may be. That one has really stuck with me. I'm not always able to do it. It's very hard to stay present, of course, as you know, but um, I like, I like that just sort of acknowledging the moment and feeling things as they're happening instead of later when you look back, you know? Yeah, exactly. I like that yeah. too. Okay. Should I pick one that's sort of, all right, similar vein. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, one that I wrote down, I don't even know where I got this. It was just in my notebook um, and I had written it down. Jump if you're in a good mood, jump if you aren't. Uh, I really like that one. <laughs> I think that in, in a lot of ways, um, that's the kind of person I am. Um, and I think it's almost like one of those fake it till you make it. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what I was going to say. It sounds like, like fake it till you make it. Yeah. Um, in a good way, though. I mean, I think acting happy is often is often instrumental in being happy again. So even though um, you should acknowledge if you're not in a good mood, rather than turning away from that, just not not allowing it to affect your overall demeanor. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, just fake it until you make it. It's always been, I mean, I think that's just sort of overarching, you know, more than anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one's good. Okay, I, which one should I do? One that's <laughs> been on my, one that's been on my mind a lot lately, and I think probably in the last year, um, since I started getting back into yoga, I know you'll be intimately familiar with this one, um, is just the idea of sitting with it, sit with it. Mm -hmm. And that has, that has really come up a lot, you know, like if you're feeling uncomfortable or scared or upset or whatever the case may be, any kind of discomfort, mm -hmm. it, you, you know, you're going to feel those feelings. Those are so natural. You don't necessarily have to, um, like just because you are annoyed about something doesn't necessarily mean that something is like 
is tragically wrong in your life. Um, I think yeah. that we tend to think that it is, you know, we will think, you know, if I'm annoyed, then something needs to change or we believe everything we think. So if we're mm -hmm. thinking something, then it must be true. But I think the idea of sitting with it, that comes up so much in yoga. They're, they're saying, you know, if you're uncomfortable in this, in this posture, can you just live with it? Can you just be uncomfortable? Um, and, and just like sort of embrace it in a way. I mean, obviously on a larger scale, you wouldn't want to just sit with your life if there are a million things in your life that are wrong and you're not doing anything about them. I don't think that's what it's encouraging people to do. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's saying, you know, if you are feeling scared or upset or lonely, can you like sit with it? And then of course, jump anyway, right? As you said. Um, yeah, I think, I think part of that is also recognizing what's temporary and what's, what isn't. Right. Um, yeah. So if, if you know that if there is something temporary that you can sit with and breathe through and um, jump through, that's one thing. Whereas, whereas acknowledging if something's actually just like a permanent issue is, is completely different. Right. Yeah. Totally. Um, because a lot of the things, I think it's easy if you are, if you really pay attention, you can kind of tell which things are temporary or which things are not going to make mm -hmm that big of a difference. I, one of my mom's favorite, I'm going to slip one in sneaky little, sneaky little life mantra. One of my ma mom's favorite um, things to say is big deal or little deal. And I find that it always puts everything into perspective for me. Um, is this a big deal? Like in 10 years, am I going to remember this happening? Um, is this something that's going to make a huge impact on my life and if the answer is no then it's easier to just sit with it and realize that this is going to pass like a week even a week from now um yeah things will probably look much different you know a week from now that will the thing that you're worried about is going to be over and so having having thoughts like that like is this really that big of a deal or is this a small deal you know and i think what mm -hmm. i like about that quote a lot is that it doesn't imply that the small thing doesn't count um it still might be affecting you. It still might be hard, like big deal or little deal. Little deals still might be hard, but they're small. And so it's, it's nicer to just acknowledge it without, without totally ignoring it. Right. It sort of lets mm -hmm. you, gives you permission to realize, okay, no, that is, that's a real thing that you're feeling. You can feel that, but it doesn't have to be this huge, this huge burden on you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. my turn. All right, yeah. so actually, I, I think that these have been flowing pretty nicely from one to the other. Um, Little pat was, on the back. <laughs> yeah, this is this was a realization I came to uh, the other day. Just I was walking, I was walking to work, um, and it was a realization I came to. This was probably a couple of months ago, um, and and I was having having a bit of a difficult time with some things. Um, but I realized that nothing in my life has ever not worked out. Everything that I've always thought has been a big deal has worked itself out. Um, yeah. So the realization I had that I wrote down here is that I actually have no reason to doubt that everything will be just fine. Um, totally. Yeah. It's, as, it's as simple as that. Everything is, <laughs> everything works. So everything turns up, Laura. So. Yeah. 
Everything always works out. I think I have a perfect counterpoint to that. Um, my one a quote I read. Oh, I think you should read it. By the way, it's amazing. Um, the book Thrive by Ariana Huffington. Okay, it's great. about um, <laughs> it's about how we need just as a small tangent. It's about how we need a third metric in our society because we have two metrics right now for success. Uh, money and power and she's arguing even though she has she had and has both of those um, she still had like a huge breakdown and she was not taking care of herself and so she argues that we need a third metric of success that has three parts to it um, wisdom wellness oh four parts wisdom wellness giving and oh darn it wonder Wisdom, wellness, wonder, and giving. And she just, the book is so excellent. And it's, she just seems like such a wise, wonderful woman. And the whole book is packed full of these amazing quotes and amazing perspectives. And it just, it really spoke to me. It's excellent. But awesome. one of the ones, yeah, it's really, really good. Plus, I think it's so needed, you know, as, especially for us as we're moving into the workforce, we're, we're going to need to find other ways to be fulfilled. And I think she sort of argues that we need to incorporate those kinds of things into yeah. our lives. And I think it's amazing. Anyway, I wonder if that's where I have a quote in here. I was just I don't know if the if my mic picked it up, but I was just flipping through my notebook because I, I had just read that I had written something similar down. Uh, Never value greatness over wellness. Um, yeah, that, totally. That sort of seems like maybe that came from that book, and I got it from someone else. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, and I, I mean, she 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 never says that success cannot have money and power; that those are not important. It's just sort of like it's a it's a stool with three legs, and so. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure all three legs are there. Anyway, it's it's excellent. I highly recommend it. Um, but the quote that really stuck with me is um, by Imam al-Shafi'i. And he says, my heart is at ease knowing that what was meant for me will never miss me and that what misses me was never meant for me. And I think what I like about it is I've, ha I've never really had a lot of faith in my life. Like I'm not a religious person. But I'm really trying to embrace faith a lot more. And I think it kind of comes back to what you said. Like, I have no reason to ever doubt it because if things haven't worked out, it's I've just changed my perspective and I've found the lesson in it. Or if, and I mean, obviously you're fine, you're healthy and safe and everything. So things on one level have just completely always worked out. Um, but I, it reminds me of a... A sort of a quote that I read in another book earlier this year that was saying, you know, we have to believe in something, so we might as well believe in something that's going to make us feel happier and safer. So mm -hmm. sometimes when I think about this quote, I think like that's stupid. Um, how can I have that kind of faith in the in the world? You know, like I, it could be totally random. But on another level, I'm like, well, you know what? I might as well believe it. Why not? Well, like, mm -hmm. is it hurting me to believe that? Like what, you know, what is meant for me is not going to miss me, that I'm not going to miss anything. Um, because it, I guess on a philosoph more philosophical level, I, I won't because that's just the way that my life is going to be. Is that making any sense? I'm yeah. No, like putting yeah, that into I words. Like, I like that too. Um, or the idea that, um, shoot, I read 
this quote on Facebook the other day, and it really landed with me, was um, every time in my life I've been rejected from something, I've actually been redirected for to something better. Right. Um, and yeah, it's just sometimes we think that we know better than, than uh, I guess, what the overall scheme of things is going to be. I know. Gabrielle Bernstein, when I was, she, she I don't, I don't listen to her that much, but one of the things that has stuck with me, she says, you know, the universe has your back always, but not always on your schedule. And then mm. <laughs> it kind of makes you feel a little bit small in a good way um, for trying to control everything all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I love that one. That one really, that one really stuck with me. Um, okay. Do you have any, do you have any other ones? Okay. You're making me want to find this other one that I totally forgot about. Um, okay. ah, anyways, maybe we'll put it in the show notes because I thought this one was really good. Um, <laughs> but I will pick a different one. Um, on a so one one that's really stuck with me lately is uh, trust the timing of your lessons. So mm. that's a, yeah. So that's from um, I actually got this book. Um, the author is Melody Beattie, um, and they actually, uh, this book is, it's a, a series of reflections. There's one for every day of the year. Uh, and they actually read them at my yoga studio. But my aunt got me this book for my birthday. So I've been What's trying to keep up with it. Uh, the book is called uh, Journey to the Heart. Okay. Um, by Melody Beattie. And yeah, it's, it's really good. The reflections are really great. And uh, that one really trust the timing of your lessons. I think the day I read that was the day that um, just a whole bunch of things had come together in my life all at once, and I was able to sign up for teacher training. Um, so that was really cool because I've been I've been pretty impatient about about like when I was going to be able to do that, and I wanted to do it for a while. Uh, so that one that one uh, really struck me as something special. Yeah, I like that because I think often in our lives. Um, things come in kind of waves or like there are themes to um, different times in our lives. I was talking to another friend about this um, not too long ago and she was talking about the idea of eras, like you have an era and off in Korea it, it happens a lot because people are always coming and going. So people describe, you know, the era when my one friend was here or um, and then they left and then I sort of had this other era where it was different. So I, I kind of like that, because that, I feel that I'll have weeks or months where it'll just be, I feel like I'm being taught the same thing, the same themes, and they're still coming up over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's really good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, okay. What what do I have? I have, I only have a couple more. I've been trying to, my word of the year is abundance. Um, I said that intention for 2014 and it's come up a lot I think once you kind of choose a word or choose the theme it just constantly appears in front of you and it's it's less of a mantra more instead of me just being like abundance 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 over and over again (laughs) Um, whenever things get tough like it just comes up so many times because I think everyone me me especially is so prone to like scarcity thinking and um and I do it all the time like yesterday I was trying to book hostels and 
was beating myself up for leaving it so long. And I was worried because there was no, there was like no rooms available, especially at the hostels that I was intending to book and blah, blah, blah. It was just, it's boring, but it was also stressful at the time. Um, and I just tried to keep thinking about it. And like everything worked out. It's fine. I had to, you know, do maybe some extra work. Maybe it taught me a lesson and I won't leave it so long next time, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been there for many different things. You know, when there's been, when I lost my job and I was immediately thinking, oh gosh, and I was thinking really small and scarce and just reminding myself to open my mind back up and remembering, I guess, kind of what you said that everything has always worked out in the past. There's no reason to think that it won't work out. And also it's just, it feels better to think, to believe that there are lots of options and there's lots of ways that it's going to work out, um, you don't have to, you don't have to feel so small all the time. I love the, I, I love the idea of abundance. Um, and actually, and actually knowing that it was one of your, like that it was your word for this year. Um, it's come up for me a few times as well, but it, that's usually, um, in terms of comparing myself to other people or, you know, when you get like, even just like initial pangs of jealousy where right. I, I always have to remember, remind myself that, most of the things that we're that we get jealous of other people for are abundant, not scarce. So things like beauty, yeah. where it's honestly one person does not hold all the beauty. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's uh, so I, I find that ever since we podcasted about, um, I think was it our our goals for 2014, and yeah. you mentioned your word abundance, or maybe you had posted it on your blog. Um, that theme has come up for me a few times and it's been like so nice to have that tool or just like abundance. Like there's no reason to feel as if just because one person has something, the rest of us can't have it. Totally. Totally. I think, yeah, I've been, I've been really loving having it. Just, I find sometimes just having the language, um, to talk about something or to think about something helps so much. Um, and so, yeah, I've been really loving it. It's been, it's been really good. I, I can't, I have to keep it for two years, probably. <laughs> really? No, I, I think you need to come with a different one because then you can add it. You can, yeah, you can have multiple true. words. Yeah. My word the year before was reach. It didn't have like necessarily the same, um, the same resonance, I guess, but it really helped me during the year. So I think it's nice to have sort of come some kind of focus. I think now's a good time. Can you talk about it a little bit? Like, the word abundance? Oh, reach? reach. Um, yeah, I think at the time I was like, we were graduating and I was freaking out about it. And I I was just, I chose We've it. We've been freaking I, out a lot about a lot of things that were maybe little deals. You know what? I don't <laughs> think that it's ever going to stop, though. They don't feel like no. little deals at the time. They feel like big no. deals. I know. I don't know. I don't think it's going to stop. I have a feeling it's just going to keep going um, in waves. Like maybe we'll have times when everything feels good and then we'll, <laughs> it'll go back to being stressful for a bit. Anyway, um, no, Reach was good. Reach was, it, it was very open to interpretation. I ended up sort of the most thing that it was reminding me to do was step outside of my comfort zone and uh, reach mm-hmm. to be a better version for, of myself, like reach and be the person that I want to be um and try new things and uh reach out to other people um just try and reach my goals it, like 
it was it's more striving though than I feel this year. I I needed that kick in the pants I think last year to kind of mm-hmm. remind me to be bigger because you got to remember like when I graduated I was a completely different person than I think I am one year later in a lot of ways. Like I think I've gained a lot more confidence in myself with my trip and the decisions that I've made in this past year. So I needed that reminder at the beginning of 2013 that I don't think I need as much anymore. Although now I need to like remember to keep my perspective in order, obviously, <laughs> which is why abundance is here. So oh, thanks for, sh- thanks for sharing that. Of course. Yeah. Um, um, do we have any other ones? Do you have any more? I have one that's like totally not in the same vein as anything we've been talking about. Yeah. Let's do some um, random ones. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so I like the idea that, all successful people make decisions, whether that decision ends up being right or wrong. Um, an indecision would be the worst case scenario. Oh my gosh, this is insane. I, is we this have on to your acknowledge- list? We have to acknowledge it. No, it's all on my list, but just everything you say, I have like a perfect <laughs> counterpoint to. Okay. This other quote that keeps coming up for me lately, well, it doesn't keep coming up for me, but I, I read it, um, mm-hmm. is nobody cares about almost. Whoa. Isn't that I love deep? that. Okay, wait. I'm writing that down. I know. I love it so much because it's like I think we're so prone to to like you've heard people talk about that. Like I know when I was leaving for my for my year away in Korea and I literally had people be like, "Oh yeah, you know, when I was 21, I like almost went to teach in Japan for a year." I'm like, "Do you expect me to get excited about that?" Like, I didn't. <laughs> no, I mean yeah. Not to be, no, not to yeah, be rude, not to yeah. be rude. I know you're trying to just like to, I know you're trying to be kind right. and, and relate to me. And right. I really appreciate it on that level. But then on the other level, I can, when I heard that quote, I was like, exactly. Like we always talk about things, you know, oh, I almost read that book. Oh, I nearly watched that movie. I watched the trailer for it. It's not, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't count. Like almost doesn't count. <laughs> and so I think, well, yeah. you know, it's almost so obvious, but it has to be said. Like, yeah. and I think in a way, it's exactly what you said. Like, successful people make decisions, whether the decision ends up being a bad decision or a good decision. Nobody cares about that time they almost decided to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. People care about when you actually did something, and I think yeah. that that goes hand in hand with like, um, it reminds me to not take anything for granted. Um, like I'm not gonna have, even though I use abundance to remind me that I have lots of time and I'll have lots of experiences in my life. Um, it still helps, nobody cares about almost reminds me like, you don't have as much time as you, as, you're not gonna have time to do every single thing ever. Like, well, okay, how can I, how can I put this? Like you are gonna have time to do things because abundance, you know, you have your whole life in front of you but at the same time, you don't want to let opportunities slip away just because you were too scared or at the time you yeah. felt felt worried about it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Did I, did I yeah. put those two things together properly? In my yeah. mind, they make sense. <laughs> yeah. um, I have a total, I, I love making lists of things to do and then going about, and you know this, and then just mm-hmm. doing them. Um, even my boyfriend and I have a list of things that we want to do this summer, and we've had a lot of fun just crossing things off this list. Totally. Um, 
and like whether the when we're making plans for the weekend if it if we have the chance to cross something off a list versus not cross something off the list like it reminds us like let's go for this like this is something we wanted to do as right. opposed to yeah um so I don't know. I just I, I just thought about that because that's how I've been living the last few years is write, get down on paper the things that you want to do and uh, that, don't lose track of them. I know. I make lists like that constantly. I And then, yeah, you're right. It just reminds you to go after them instead of – it sort of reminds you what your, what your principles are, what your values are, whereas mm-hmm. it might be a weekend where you're tired or – Things, a lot of things have been happening lately and you're stressed and you haven't had time to like chill, which sometimes you need, but then other times you're like, you know what, this is something I wanted to do. So maybe I should just do it. Yeah. Instead of falling victim to just being like, yeah, no, I don't, who has time to do that anyway? You know? Yeah. All right. I'm all out of quotes, but if you have another good one or another two, um, you want to go over, I'm happy okay. to hear I have another, I have another one, my last one. Um, okay. I love the quote, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. I think that's mm-hmm. Aristotle. And I think it, it has a lot of different applications for me. I think sometimes it's easy for me to get really hard on myself, as I'm sure it is for a lot of listeners and for you. Um, but it kind of reminds me that, first of all, I might hate a certain day. I might be having a really bad day. But if I remember the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, like I'm doing a good job, you know, not all of my days are bad. Maybe I have mm-hmm. one day that's bad. Or if I feel like I am writing a blog post, I'm like, ugh, ugh. it's like not as good, you know, I, I'm not super happy with it. But then I'm like, you know what, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. My whole blog is like better than the, just this one post. Um if I have a day where I'm like not my best self, um, Mm -hmm. I remember that the people who love me know that on the whole, I'm a good person and 95% of the time I'm good to them. And maybe we all mess up and we all do things we're not proud of, but the people who, who can recognize that will understand. I don't know. Just, I think it kind of has, it has a lot of different applications. It's really hard for me to remember most of the time, but, um, but when I do remember it, it kind of makes me feel better. Good. I like that. I think that's a good ending place as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It matters if you try. Yeah. If you just try your best, then that's what matters, I think, more than more than anything else. More if you can't remember any of these mantras on a day-to-day basis, if you have those moments when you're, like, completely stressed out and you're, like, not really breathing but you don't realize it and you're just – freaking out or whatever, worrying about something, that's okay. You you can try and remember them as much as you can. And if you come back to them later, then hopefully they're still helpful. Anyway, I don't know. I, I love having mantras. Like I said, I love having the language to think about things. It really does make a huge difference for me, at least. Me too. It's, it's kind of funny when somebody puts to words exactly how you've been feeling about something, but didn't realize that that's how you were feeling. Yeah. Um, or when somebody's able to ex- like express a thought that you have so succinctly, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that you have to write it down. I mean, I, I think it's kind of funny. I have a year's worth of these, but um, I would love I to. Hear, I would love to hear the personal philosophies and mantras of uh, some of our listeners. Oh, that'd uh, be awesome. Yeah, if you have one that you'd like to share with us, tweet us at Green Guinea Pigs. 
uh, post them in the comments below. Uh, we'd love to discuss them. Yeah, we, we, we would really love anything that you can let us know because we're always incorporating them from anywhere. You know, I've like you said, I don't know where I got half of mine from. Mostly my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, awesome. Okay, well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, and we will talk to you soon. Have a fantastic week. Okay, bye, Laura. Bye, Steph.